In this week's episode of Cutscenes, we get left behind in episode 7 of The Last of Us. Let's get right into it. Cutscenes, a video game movie podcast. Welcome to Cutscenes, a video game movie and TV podcast. I'm Jacob McCourt. I'm Katie Lesperance. And I'm Travis Colnett. And this week we are talking about episode 7 of The Last of Us on HBO. Um, this covers the DLC from the game, Left Behind, much anticipated. We go to a mall, but I have a fun fact about this mall. Do you want to hear my mall fact? I of course. want oh, wait, to know is the mall it... fact. Hmm, I'm trying to think of which mall it is. No, I don't know. Go ahead. Uh, so I looked into it, and this is actually like a Calgary Calgary mall that they transformed that didn't even have a second floor. It was CG uh, to be this 2003 uh, become 2023 mall. Is this was it a mall that was closed? Is it? Yes, it was. Oh, okay. It was the North, was like, Northland Village Mall. Okay. So if there's anyone listening who's from the Calgary area, they're going to be like, I went to that mall. Uh, but it closed in 20, I believe, 20, I'm going to find out for you. But it, it previously closed and they refurbished it to do The Last of Us. Wow. Yeah. So that's yeah. The, pra- cool? the practical stuff, man. It just makes it look so much better. It just does. Yeah, it was closed in 2021 to be turned into an open-air shopping center. So there you go. At first, I thought, wouldn't it be easier to find a different mall that also had two floors and that you could just film there? But then, if you think about it, they have specific store shop Mm -hmm. areas that they have to go to if you're going to be um, specific to the game. Um, So Mm -hmm. I guess it makes sense. They would use just like a closed mall and make it exactly what they want it to be. Yeah, But here's the thing, though. It was a Canadian mall, and this is actually supposed to be America. And so there were some stores that actually are not in Canada but are in the U.S. But guess what? I have a game about that <gasps> later, so oh, I'll I'm save so it for excited. now. Oh, that sounds like a fun game. I'm excited. Oh, I'm so excited about that. Yeah, bangers only for games from, <laughs> from now on. So just uh, giving you a heads up there. Um, did y'all play the Left Behind DLC? And I know this isn't a, a podcast about the game, but I, I figure we should talk about that briefly. Yeah, I think it's important to the discussion. Um, yeah. Yes, I've played it. I played it twice. I played it mm. um, a good probably seven years ago, six, just six years ago. And then mm-hmm. just within the last year, I replayed the first game and I replayed the DLC also. So yes, I'm well aware of the DLC. Okay. I did not. Um, I don't, I, so I kind of went in blind. I knew like this was going to be the story of how Ellie got bit. And I fit And I was pretty sure I knew that the other girl gets bit too. Like it's, it's more or less implied in like, you can kind of figure out those things when you're playing just the regular, like the last of us part one, but, Mm -hmm. um, and then you see that there's DLC and I'm like, Oh, things don't end well here. So I, there's a lot of like just implications, but I had no idea about any of the details. Um, so I went in blind and I am curious to know how much of this is like pretty directly translated and what's not. And I'm hoping you guys can kind of clarify as we go. We'll get into that, but I'm very excited. I, I was thinking about doing this pod and I was like, Travis hasn't done the DLC good because I want your take because I don't know because I have feelings and opinions, um, mostly positive. 
Um, but I, yeah, I wanted to see if it landed differently for someone who hasn't played it. So okay, yeah, because I'm wondering if there's things that like should have happened that didn't, or things that did happen that shouldn't, and if it's changing. Because we kind of had this discussion um, last episode about how it just felt like the differences between the games and stuff like that didn't feel like maybe it didn't jive. So I'm curious to see like if you guys thought it did or didn't because I'm going in blind for, for the first time here. And we'll get into all that. First well, of wait, all... Wait, Jacob, 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 did you play it? Yes, I played the Left Behind DLC. Um, and so uh, I was just really excited because... Sm- I, well, you watched it, so I can say this. I'm like, love and dread, let's go. My favorite two things smashed together in a sandwich. <laughs> Oh my god. Before we get to the mall though, we kind of get into Fedra a little bit. Which yeah. I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, oh, so that didn't like, happen. Okay. Yeah. No. no, that is um something that we did not see at all in the DLC and okay, in gotcha. any part of the games. Um and we basically see Ellie running laps, getting into a fight, and talking to like a <laughs> guidance counselor, <laughs> more or less. Yep. Um Quick clarification, the stuff with Ellie being like a Fedra recruit, is that in the games? Yeah, that is a known thing that she started with, with I, Fedra. See, I couldn't She's remember like a Fedra that, kid. Okay, I couldn't remember if that was in the games, like in part one, or if that was specified in the DLC, or... But it's not really ever explored in I don't feel like depth, I, it though. was explored in the same way that it's talked about here. Yeah, it's mentioned a lot just all throughout the show, really. They keep on talking yeah. about like, oh, Fedra school and what you learn in Fedra school. It's it's right. mentioned a lot more, but it is like talked about okay. in known fact that yes, she was a Fedra kid. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Um, can I talk about something that really excited me? Yes. Yeah. Of course. More 2003 era marketing, man. <laughs> like <laughs> I I just want to talk to the team that was in charge of the production of the mall. Um, because getting fully faithful stores or not fully faithful stores that just look period appropriate, um, is super exciting to me. And the, the one anecdote that I want to share that I looked into is that in the arcade section, which I'm sure we'll talk about at great, at great length, um, they actually had CRTs in the arcade cabinets, but because CRTs look poor on camera, look bad on camera, they actually replaced all of the screens inside the arcade games oh my God. with LED screens. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. That's yeah. money. Isn't that's that the best? you just have money. That's the best. That's just like... That's HBO money, yeah. baby. <laughs> that's prestige television money, baby. <laughs> and that's the effort that's put in because they could have just cg'd those screens could they not have yeah. really yeah. like uh-huh. yeah totally. you get the light coming off of the screens like bouncing around on the other machines like that's one thing but the crt uh screens wouldn't negatively affect that it's just like the clarity of the actual screens so you could yeah. have cg'd that in and instead they're mm-hmm. like nah we're gonna get these specific screens like mm-hmm. attention to that's detail so or at least funny. for mortal kombat 2 like that section had a really like core moment in the show so you redo that cabinet and then you don't redo the other 25 cabinets in the in the actual arcade mm-hmm. um but no just like the attention to detail in like mall marketing was just like Mwah. chef's kiss for your marketing boy over here <laughs> um this is jumping ahead a bit um but speaking of the mortal combat cabinet I have pros and cons about this okay. because in okay. the DLC, it's one of 
the best moments of the entire DLC when they're in this arcade and but the arcade doesn't work. Like okay. the machines don't work. Um, and Ellie's like, oh, I've heard about this thing and it's awesome. And they try and they try and get it running and it doesn't work. Um, mm-hmm. So her friend Riley is like, no, no, it's OK. Like, close your eyes. And she's kind of narrating this fight. And then the screen kind of shifts like it's doing a it slowly like kind of comes into focus this imaginary fight that Ellie is like pretend playing in her mind. She's like, no, close your eyes. And this is happening. And then this is happening. And then he kicks you in the head and this and you end up playing it. But it is like an imaginary scene. And it's really, really cool. But that does not translate to a TV show. No, yeah, you wouldn't be mm. able to translate that easily because you wouldn't be playing the game when you're watching the yeah. show. Especially when they mm-hmm. haven't done anything like that throughout the entire show. They haven't done like imaginary, you know, mind like if you had been doing things like that throughout the show, okay, yes. you could do it. But like it would have felt so jarring and out of place. So I get why. And also they're like, "Oh, we can do Mortal Kombat and that way it's like grounded in the world." And it has, and it's a nice t- callback to the original, like the yes. episodes where she mentions Melina, she mentions the Mortal Kombat like cabinet, like it. It is a nice little tie-in. It, it is nice to see that. Like, I liked a lot of this episode because you see, like, not the origins of like a lot of Ellie's things, but you, she feels fully realized as a character now more yep. in retrospect because you see like she likes the pun jokes like she's always liked the pun jokes like she like she likes the the Mortal Kombat thing she always liked or, or at least she has a fond memory of this cabinet right like and she even had the posters in her room like there's a lot of like she just feels more realized and I think a lot of this like really fleshed her out especially since last episode was very Joel heavy um, mm-hmm. this was nice to have like a fully fleshed out Ellie episode, more or less. I, I think I'm a sick puppy because y- y'all are talking about like Ellie and how she's fleshed out. And all I'm thinking about is like HBO Max is owned by Warner Discovery and Midway actually owns all the IP for Warner. Oh and that's how Mortal Kombat 2 ends up in this show. That makes sense. Like that's what, cause it's Warner Brothers. I'm a, like, I'm a sick puppy. Please help me. You're broken. <laughs> Yeah. I'm broken. Please help me. I'm not broken like the machine in the game. I'm actually broken. Please help me. The thing oh, is, God. though, Ellie liking Melina it makes total sense. So yeah, I'm just it like, does. just that's. I can't even think of. There's probably other video game characters, but like, if you're gonna pick a video game and have her like a character, it's gonna be Melina that she's gonna like, even though she wasn't playing her. But like, it just makes sense. Yeah. So I I like how it happened, but I'm just like, but I remember I, there are two different. They're the same scene, but they're different. And I appreciate them both in different ways. Um, Yeah, this whole episode is just like, oh, teenagers at the mall. Yeah. Yeah. Like teenagers (laughs) hanging out at the mall. And I'm like, oh, I remember when we used to hang out at the mall. Yeah. And just like get into stuff and like fool around and like, oh, go to the uh, Canadian store Spencer's Gifts and be like, what yeah. wild things is, is in Spencer's Gifts and what, yeah. can I, you know, what can we get into? And I was like, ah, she had like a night where she's yes. like a teenager mm-hmm. at the mall. And it was yeah. nice. Yeah. 
it was all perfect, right? Even like the the music choices. Um, you know, we see Aha, um, you know, tapes yes. on her desk, and I think Aha actually is a song that's covered in The Last of Us Part Two yes. by Ellie. Yes. Uh, and so like it all kind of ties in together. But having her like run up and down the escalator as like Take on Me by Aha I is know. going, and I'm like, ah, there's no way they're gonna keep the vocals in, and they keep the vocals in. Yes. It was just so perfect. Yeah, it, you know, yeah. that's the thing. This episode. And same with this show in general, it keeps a lot of that feel good feeling and it hits you with Mm -hmm. like the dramatics and like the dark stuff. But there's a lot more light in this show than there is dark. Like the darks happen, but I feel like overall it feels more heart. There's a lot more heartwarmingness. There's a lot more. There's a lot of humanity. Yes. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's, It's funny because like I went into this thinking like oh this is just gonna end in a nightmare and they really it does but also the show doesn't seem to focus too heavily on stretching out the negative things that happen yeah you know what i mean the game it's like you're playing and you are living and in this moment and it's terrible and it's going on for hours and the show will spend 45 minutes of positive like positiveness and like heartwarmingness and like character growth and like nice things and then hit you with like a 15 minute like oh god things are terrible but i'm not watching this with complete dread anymore where i was early on Mm -hmm. like at the beginning of this show i would watch it with like just like a sinking feeling that like anything terrible could happen at any time and i think the fact that the show has continuously aired on the side of like let's give them mostly nice things and then okay here's something terrible to take it away a little bit but i'm not sitting in that feeling forever i feel we mentioned the show earlier in the season i think i think we mentioned handmaid's tale at one point yes whereas i feel like handmaid's tale is the complete opposite yes which and it makes it too heavy whereas it's it's almost it's 90 percent heavy doom and gloom Mm -hmm. with little moments of of brightness and humanity and Mm -hmm. you know you can only do that for so long exactly like i was okay with that for two seasons but once it got to like three and four i'm like i can't do it anymore right um so i do like that they're they're steering away from that from being which is nice yeah from being like just like yeah so doom and gloom heavy like and just like Mm -hmm. just peppering you with it over and over again like we get it it's yeah. a dark place. It's dark yep. times. Bad things happen to people. But like, it doesn't mean that all of your content has to be that. And despite, I think this episode was written by Neil Druckmann, who like wrote The Last of Us 2 with, with the team of Naughty Dog. Um, but he really captured, and the writers really captured, like the moment that I think of the most is they're in the Halloween store and they're dancing with masks on. That, t- before the, the kiss happens. And that is a moment that I would have done at 12 years old. Oh, or 13 yeah. years old like that it was so dumb and so cringe but like <laughs> that is what you would do with your crush they 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 at that part i felt cringe and that's when i was like oh they nailed this yeah right because it's cringe and it's meant to be and it totally is i just i was like the whole episode i was just like this is just so cute everything was just yeah. so cute yeah i just thought yeah like the whole time i was like I'm, everything's just adorable i love this mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. with interspersed arguments about politics <laughs> <laughs> yeah because why not <laughs> yeah why not yeah. but you know what that yeah. makes it fun you know what i mean yeah. like because the banter's playful just, it keeps your interest also yeah it's like and also mm-hmm. like no they are best friends and they will disagree about this thing and like ellie doesn't get why she left because riley left to join the fireflies mm-hmm. and 
it you know as any most freedom fighter groups they can be seen as either freedom fighters or terrorists like depending right. on your yep. outlook right and then um so they're arguing about that back and forth but like they're still best friends and they still like know that each other are good people um so like, and it's not can... all consuming like, no and they're like the... okay let's put yeah. that aside now and let's go run in the halloween store again exactly mm-hmm. The conversation is really real, too, because, like, I think of, like, the commune comment from last episode of, like, what do you think a commune is? Like, right. we're communists, dummy. And then here, like, really having them fight back and forth, having to having to be super mature, but also, like, having their political views be kind of immature at the same time, despite having to live in this really dreadful world. Yeah. Um, I think, again, I just think the writing is is really great in a way that I wasn't expecting. And they both had val- valid points. Yeah. Whereas Ellie's like, yeah. oh, you have pipe bombs here now? Like, oh, you're pipe bombing people? And she's like, well, we wouldn't yeah. we wouldn't do it to you. Like, you would never get hit. And she's like, how do you know that? Which is a <laughs> yeah. very yeah. valid point. Yeah, yep. for sure. And so, so they both have valid points and they're both arguing with each other. And it's it was it was just a good discussion. And I'm like, oh, this is, this is like you said, it's so well written yeah. that yeah. that could have been like just, I don't know, it could have been kind of ham-fisted, but it was yeah. really done really well. My political views were really bad till I was about 25 and I didn't really understand them. So like I I kind of almost saw myself in there to be like, "Oh, that is the conversation I had when I was discovering my like own political views and, you know, they're being forced to do it earlier cuz they're mm-hmm. in an apocalypse." But like that's how I spoke immaturely about politics when I was learning. Mm-hmm. So again, I just I just want to just pump them up and say, "Craig, Neil, team writing it. Good job. Yeah. Great job." Do I talk about it now or do I talk about it later? Talk about what now? Troy! <laughs> Troy! What? 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 We didn't see the preview. Excuse me? We didn't watch the preview. What? Troy wasn't in this episode, was he? He wasn't. He no, was, he's, was in ep- he's in the, the preview for episode oh, okay. eight. Oh. Okay, you scared me for a second. I was like, did I miss Troy? I know. I was oh like, God. <laughs> we don't watch the previews. You know this, I don't. Jacob. I didn't watch the Guys. previews. Guys. Well, and I figured he's coming up. I, I, because we well, know he's two like in a left. snowy there's, environment, yeah. and we, I know that next episode we're still in a snowy environment. So it's. Coming. I have a suggestion, and we might we might cut this from the audio. Um, would you guys listen to watch the preview for episode eight live on the air, or do you want to not watch the preview? Oh, I can... sure I would do it. But am I going to have any kind of emotional? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but do you want to be spoiled? Like, you know what's coming, right? I know it's coming. But how is okay. it coming is the difference. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. How am uh, I watching this? I'm going to send you guys the trailer. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Sounds good. I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't believe I'm doing this. This is so exciting. Here it is. Let's all watch it together. Okay. Do we do? Will it play? Yeah, it should. Okay. Okay. So do you want to hit it on three? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Go. Oh, they're back. Oh, nope. Never mind. I was wrong about who was talking right there. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Troy has lines. <laughs> Not done. Troy has is all up in this episode. <gasps> so wait. Oh, oh, that's... I win. <laughs> you because might Troy win. has three lines. You don't know this. Actually, you probably win because it. I I've, win. I'm thinking more and more that Ashley Johnson will have a very short. I win. cameo. <gasps> and I, I won our like predictions. Actually, no, because Ashley Johnson is probably going to be in the last episode, and we so we don't know yet. 
It could be a whole yeah. scene. I like, win mm-hmm. our predictions. I <laughs> You're said it's going to be a, a key part of the episode. I said that. You did. And and you y'all were like, nah, he'll have one line, maybe. And I'm like, no. Nope. That's what I thought. You're right. Yeah. So does you, you I win. win, Travis? I win. He's second in command, like in the group that's I mean, coming I'm, in the next episode. That may be all of that. his lines. Like that may be every line that he has in that. Like how a comedy trailer. like gives you all the jokes in the trailer. All the funny jokes maybe, in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's every single second that you see Troy Baker. Yes. Yeah. We don't know. That's very possible. But I mean, I just point like literally I t- posted it on Twitter that that meme from like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood <laughs> of Leo just like me pointing at the screen being like there he is there's Troy. Oh my god. Sorry, I couldn't save it until Min-Max. Oh I just god. I was bursting out of my skin re- waiting for this. I didn't think he'd be in it that much. That's exciting. That's hilarious. Yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. funny. Honestly, I'm like cool. But the thing is I actually don't know what what's happening in that trailer. I have no idea what's happening. Oh, I'm so excited for you. Travis. I'm so confused. So you're just going in blind at this point. I forget. I forget. I know Love the it. game ends, but I don't remember these in-between moments until they happen. Oh, the next episode Bruh. is going to be a doozy. Going to be so good. Um, sorry, we didn't talk about episode 7. Much. <laughs> I just needed to divert us to 8. Go ahead, Katie. So Travis, so you asked yes. earlier, like, oh, yes. is this episode really, really true to the DLC or yes. is it different? It is so true to the DLC. Aside from the first maybe 15 minutes or so, I feel like, like that is Fedra-y where... the Fedra-y stuff? Yeah, the fedra stuff and then um, um, Riley coming into her room and like that mm-hmm. discussion is a lot longer um, okay. than the DLC. But like in the mall, it is like beat for beat Obviously, really the, pace, yeah. the pacing is a lot different because dlc sure. also like it cuts back and forth between them in the mall and ellie in present day um doing what's stuff ellie like, like where is ellie in present day in ellie the DLC? is basically trying to find supplies to help joel Okay, so it is oh, taking is place. Is the last is left behind like built into the game? It is not, but like okay. it basically covers that missing gap where Ellie is trying the to time like skip. take care of Joel and find supplies where that you don't see in the original game. Because the original um, game, once Joel gets shot and then you take over as Ellie as a playable character, you don't really know what's happening to Joel for a little bit. Like no. You, it's almost it's basically like it makes you fake out that Joel's dead and that yeah. now you're playing as Ellie until you get the reveal mm-hmm. that Joel's alive. So there is like a time yep. gap that happens. Yes. So yep. does the DLC happen in that time gap? Basically, yes. Okay. Well, like so it's half like I said, half covering uh, her like flashbacks to her and Riley in the mall, half her finding supplies so that it's it kind of um, balances out the gameplay that way. So gotcha. you're not just only having fun in the mall. Like it, it right. cuts back to a little bit more combat and so on. Right. Um, you, but it's not really contained. Yes. It's completely self-contained. Um, but the mall stuff is every spot that they go to in the mall, the photo booth, the Halloween store, the arcade, they are all beats and the carousel also um, all beats right. within the DLC and see i've seen screenshots great i loved it so much it was almost to the point where i was a little lulled at one point where i was like where i didn't find it um it was great like and i felt like i was getting extra just from the performances but i didn't feel like i was getting that much extra where i almost not not bored i was not bored but i was like i was just 
I was almost too relaxed. Like I was yeah. like, oh, I know what's happening. And gotcha. then and then there was like one shot that that when they shot to the um the clicker in that creepy doll store and I was like, right. why are we in a doll store? What is happening? <laughs> and I like got my attention up again. But like that's it. Like I didn't my attention wasn't up. Um right. and I was curious how it would feel if it 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 almost felt a teensy bit slow. Not a complaint. Correct. I love the episode. Mm-hmm. But at one point it felt a little slow and I was like, I need something, something else to be happening. So I'm curious as someone who hasn't played the DLC and didn't, didn't see all that happen already. How did you feel, Travis? So I knew the the other shoe had to drop at some point. Mm -hmm. So I did have some tenseness while watching it. I will say though, this like thinking back, this might be my favorite episode of the season so far. Really? Oh, yeah. really? Like okay. I, love that. at the end of that episode, I was like, "Holy shit!" I loved this episode. Like, mm-hmm. as much as it's ter- like it's a terrible thing that happens at the end with how Riley and Ellie have like how Ellie has to go on after that. Like, I just don't mm-hmm. like you don't see it, but like just yes. the implication mm-hmm. that like what she had to deal with in the the post of this episode and it just it left me thinking and it but it also made me feel good the entire episode like it was just cute and like i loved just ellie's crush deepening and like you could just see it and like the acting yep. is so good oh my and, god so good and that's the thing. and like you could just see like they would go from place to place and I was just like what is she possibly going to bring her to next and like yeah. having not played the game it just I it, I I love that part I, I loved this episode I loved all of it I have a hard time thinking of anything negative to say about this episode and it's probably because like I didn't have the problem that you're having where there's like a, I know what these beats are where mm-hmm. that happened to me last episode in the in the back half of like the last mm-hmm. 15 minutes of the last episode where I was like, oh, I don't feel like I have any tension left for what's going to happen because I knew what was going to happen. And here I was waiting and waiting and waiting until like I didn't know how their relationship was going to develop fully and how it was going to land where like does does the like is it unrequited love or is it not? Is it right. like, I don't know how far things go with their relationship when shit hits the fan. Like, I don't know any of those things. And so mm. I'm nervous while I'm watching it, but I'm not, I, I never felt a sense of lullness, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would say that thing. I, I think it's probably one of my favorite episodes of this, of the show so far. I love that so much. Yeah. yeah you don't know <laughs> if it's going to reach, um, like fulfillment before yes. clicker attacks and everything yes. goes bad or if it's going to be like uh something that never got to happen exactly or did it get to happen first which is and almost, then taken away that's the thing it's like, i don't know yeah. what's sadder but I, that's the thing they're both <laughs> yeah. terrible they're yeah. both terrible yeah. things so like it's i i like the fact that i didn't know and it was exciting i just just watching them have fun was great but also just being like god when is like bad things going to happen and I fell for the scream. The scream of once Ellie mm. left and then um, Riley. I think I also did. Even I though fell I for it. I was like, oh, no, she's going to be too late. And then 
for then it to play because that's the thing because then you think oh it ends on a bad note and then she's yeah. like doesn't get to like they end things and they fought and then she's dead oh well, great you know um there's only so many permutations of things you can do exactly. because you know ellie's bitten right exactly so, like, does riley die does riley stay alive and whatever right does ellie have to kill riley does riley bite ellie like there's so many options that i don't know how it's going to play yeah. out and i it was beautiful and i loved it and yeah so it, it worked for me it, it, for having not played the dlc it, it worked really really well yeah, it was so um, one-to-one with the game. Even the photo booth, the UI of the screen of the photo booth looked like the little rabbit. And it's like, yeah. oh, do this. And it's like, three, two, one. It's the exact same. Really? And they're doing oh. the same. You have options. Like, you can kind of choose to be like a scary picture or this picture oh, that's or funny. whatever, or a cool picture. But, like, those are exact poses uh, that are options that you can do in the game. Um and like the masks are the exact mask like that clown so mask is that the clown too. mask. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that she is wearing in and you can like kind of pick. There's a few different like masks you can pick from. You can kind of like try each one on as you go. Uh, but yeah, the clown is is like exact. Oh my god, that's yeah. a lot of attention to detail in this episode. Was there the banter too in front of the Victoria's Secret in the no, DLC as well? That okay. killed me Great. because I was like, Fantastic. of course, of course, they're doing, um, they're alluding to like um, Ellie's um, not sexual frustration, but like right a little bit of sexual frustration with yeah. the, with the um, Victoria's Secret store, and yeah. she runs by it again when she's yeah, leaving. Yeah, I know. And she's like, no, when they fight, and she's like, fine. So she and they made and a she point of showing store. it to you. Yeah. <laughs> But I even me. read that as like the way that that she was was speaking is like you wouldn't want to see me in this, would you? Like that sort oh, of yeah, like no, kind like of playful. Hinting. It's it's yeah, it was so. And the the way they like for a second, I even thought like, are they gonna change it? And are we like just getting like queer baited here? And we're not actually gonna get the kiss, right? But, but again, I wasn't. That would have been bad. That would have been so cheap. That would have been, yeah. been terrible. Yeah. yeah, and they did it. Look. There can be multiple queer characters in a prestige television show, and now HBO has proven it. Hooray. Let's do it again. Let's do it more. <laughs> um, I think it's a good time for us to jump in and talk about Min Max, the segment of the show where we talk about the good Max and the Min, not so good that we haven't yet talked about. Uh, Travis, you said that you had no Min to talk through. And Are you thing. holding to that? Yeah, because the thing is, I finished, and this is where I clued in where I was like, oh, this episode got me. I barely had any notes. I usually like take a page oh, wow. worth of notes and I'm going along and I'm kind of pausing and being like, oh yeah, that was funny or this was good and blah, blah, blah. So that way I remember things when we have these discussions. My, I have like three lines. Like that's Aww. it. And so then at the end I was like, oh shoot, Max, Min and Max. And I was like, I wrote Max and I, I just put like everything and I put Min. I'm like, nothing. Like I, <laughs> I don't, I couldn't think of a negative thing. I, I guess I could see why someone would maybe be upset about this episode because it felt like nothing happened in the main plot. I don't give a shit about any of that. Like, it doesn't matter at all. Like, that does not even, like... We got so much out of this episode. Exactly. There's so much. So much, like, just Ellie character development and Bella Ramsey's acting. Yep. I've I've been saying it for, like, you know, we've been saying it throughout the season. And then I think that like, oh, I will not be impressed anymore because I've already seen how good she can be. And then she gets better. I know. It was my main concern. 
coming into the season was like, how much range does she have? Like, because we don't know, right? Like Pedro Pascal, I'm like, yeah, it'll be fine. Like he can, he can do the job. Like he's great. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much this young actress has for uh, as far as range, and she's hit so many different yeah. beats. And mm-hmm. that moment after she kisses her, and she just like, ah, uh, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. And I was like, oh my God. It's and the just, for what? It was, it's just it so good. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. And then it's the perfect. little, like, you're like, that like rush, that like teenage yeah. rush after like a kiss. Yep. And then it's and, like re- giggle almost. Reciprocated. Yep. You yeah. see it in her cheeks. Like she actually like blushes. Like it, you just see it. Like there's, ugh, it's so good. That's why yep. I, I can't think of a negative thing to say about this episode. And I'm hard pressed to like pinpoint specifics about the episode that we haven't talked about like i'm sure i could go over details about like you know this was hilarious or this was great i loved this but like honestly the whole thing was great and i i i'd have to rewatch it to really if i wanted to pinpoint something specific or max so i failed for this segment i mean you could be like me and you could have really cheap ones do you want to hear a really i cheap want ones? to yes um you know I love Easter eggs, right? Uh-huh. Oh, mm-hmm. oh uh, can I guess? I think I saw yeah, it. Yeah, go for it. Is yeah. it the keychain had the Naughty Dog thing on it? No, mm. no. The the, wolf, what I was going to talk about is the, movie the name of the arcade. Oh. No, name of the arcade. Oh, what? So, Raja's Arcade. Uh, Raja, Eddie Raja, is a main character in Uncharted Among Thieves. Oh, interesting. Oh. Yeah, like like a very prominent character in that game. Uh, so I was like super happy to see the nod towards him there. No, the one that's I s- my mit, my max. The one I saw was okay when he when the sergeant guy gives Ellie the choice of like the empty cup or the keys. Yep. the keys mm-hmm. have a paw print oh. on it, and it's the Naughty Dog paw print. Good. I didn't yeah. even Good. notice that. They also I, have. I was the prepping movie for poster. a game. No. <laughs> <laughs> they have a movie poster for this movie that's in the game. That's not a real movie. Um, something the wolf. Something like Dawn of the Wolf or something. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Joel and Ellie talk about it where she's like, what's that? Like, what's that poster? He's like, oh, that was a movie that came out. Yeah, I went to go see it. Like, I th- it's afterwards. I think it's after um, Ellie finds out about Sarah. And he's like, yeah, me and Sarah went to go see it. And, like, the next one was coming out. And it was like, you know, it was a big movie franchise and whatever. And, like, but it looks like this, like, corny popcorn movie. Like, it doesn't look like, it doesn't look very good. Mm-hmm. But it's right. um, but it's it's this series of movies that come out, and they they had the poster in the mall for uh, like Dawn of the Wolf, or whatever it's called. My minge cheap too. Um, at the end of the episode, uh, Ellie has to sew uh, Joel's like really bad wound shut with. Was that your min or your max? <laughs> it's not my max. What? <laughs> I mean, Katie, you're a nurse. I figured like, wow, that's great technique. <laughs> No, not okay, good I'll let you finish and then I'll and then I'll, I'll, I'll get out of it was bad it made me sick you go ahead <laughs> it made me wet <laughs> I didn't have a problem with that okay I, my cheat man is that what? that's not fixing anything like <laughs> the the skin being ripped apart a little bit is the least of Joel's problems you're right. not fixing How anything I'm like yeah, that, yeah. that's not determined that's not determining if he's gonna live or die in the slightest but <laughs> it's fine I mean, I guess you're trying to pretty it up again. Uh, sure. Um, let's see here. That was that was absolutely my min. Um, 
Yeah, that and just like I said, just my feeling that it was slightly slow, but not, but I still enjoyed it. Like I enjoyed every mm. minute of it. I just at one point was like, I need, I need a couple scenes mixed in that I'm not expecting, I guess. A couple more than, right. than what was, what was there. Did you want to see Ellie find some like penicillin or find some rubbing alcohol? Like, is that what no, you were hoping for? I thought about that. I thought about it. I was like, would this be better intersp- like cut back and forth? Between your oh, doing like stuff, and I don't, I don't need that. It was yeah. just, I, it was just, I don't know. Some, I just needed a couple things to keep me off guard in the mall. Um, but that's like nitpicking as can be. Like it was a great mm-hmm. episode. Um, let's see, my max. You know what my max is? Is when the dead guy falls through the floor. That's hilarious, <laughs> and <laughs> that's I, bur- so I burst out laughing. And then the girls burst out laughing because they're like, because they got the crap scared out of them. And then there was like that moment of like, oh my God, we're okay. And wasn't that ridiculous? And the dead guy fell through the floor. And also that they're so jaded that like this dead rotting corpse, they're just like, "Mm, look at this dead rotting corpse. And then it falls through the floor and they laugh. And I'm like, you two are a product of your time. (laughs) You're also drinking 18 year old scotch, right? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I thought of a min. It, okay. it bothered me how loud they were talking in Ellie's room. They yes. were so noisy. <laughs> mm-hmm. cool. I was like, okay. no. I'm like, they're going to know you're there. Sh- yeah. Whisper. Shush. Yeah. Get out of the room. They were so noisy. I have one other thing I want to mention. The intro to the episodes. You know, I, I, I don't know why I didn't really realize this. The entire intro to the episode, like the credits, is fungus growing. That's yes. all it is. Hi, welcome to the party. No, but but okay, but did you ever think that any show would have credits? That's just like oh, what it, a show is going to have credits where fungus is just growing. It's that's in shapes, all that's though. happening the entire like, time. Shapes. It's amazing. I noticed that there's like the map of the USA. It turns into like the map of the USA, and then one is kind of like a profile of a body and stuff. Like profile. I missed the profile of the body. I haven't been paying I attention think, enough. I think, but I'm just saying. It's it's literally fungus just growing into different fungus shapes, and that's all it is, and it looks great. Again, I think I'm so used to like HBO intros because they're all the same that I just like kind of tune out when I see this one. I'm like, oh, this is like Westworld and Game of Thrones and every yeah. other HBO intro that's out but there. But see, the thing okay. is, I love Westworld and Game of Thrones' intros. I love both <laughs> of those good. intros. Game of Thrones is more detailed, though. It's like, we're going to take you all across the land and show you little uh, little contraptions built around all these stuff. Like, no. I do not skip Westworld intros. When I watched that show, <laughs> I did not skip any of those. In- I love those intros. Mm-hmm. Love them. Uh, well, that's MinMax. Uh, y'all, last week I had a game called Pre-Pandemic Price Panic where I gave you the prices and I asked you to do things in $2,003. Uh, this week's game is called uh, Mid-2000s Mall Madness. Oh, God. Uh, and I'm going to ask you a series of questions about these stores that appeared in this mall. Okay. They're all different questions. They're fun questions. I have seven of them. Are you guys ready? I'm so Bring ready. It. Okay. They're going to start easy, and then they're going to get harder. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, so uh, we're at zero zero. Um, the first question. What eyeglass chain was advertised near the escalators of the mall? <gasps> Um, I have my guess. Um, go for it, cause I'm. Well, th- I can think of two eyeglass chains, and that's pretty much the extent of my eyeglass. Do you guys have? Do y'all have paper near you? Yeah, I mean, I can, yeah, 
But we don't have yeah. like Katie, Katie could also shout hers out, and it's not going to affect what I say. Okay, I trust you, Travis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for lens it. crafters. Okay. See, yeah, I either know lens crafters or I was going to be like Hakeem Optical, but I don't know <laughs> if that's like is that American? That's like a local thing, I think. Is it? Yeah, I Your think eyes so. can have it all at Hakeem <laughs> uh, yes, Windsor, Essex County, southwestern Ontario. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Or or maybe it's a Detroit thing. I don't know. It's one That's of the, the two. only yeah. two I know. So It's funny. There's going to be one listener from the like the the southwestern Ontario who's going to be like, I know what that is. And everyone's going to be like, <laughs> yeah, what is this? Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's the easy one. Uh, we're gonna keep it. Oh, it was Lens Crafters. It was Lens Crafters. Ah, yeah. Okay. So there's a 2003 era Lens Crafters ad in the mall. Fun fact: I used to work at Lens Crafters. Oh, I have um, visited I know there this? many, many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I made the glasses in the back. Really? I don't think I knew this. That's Y'all funny. didn't have mall jobs. Uh, no, I no. worked. I've worked at the same place for like 15, 19 years. Nineteen years. I wow. made pizza for seven years, and then mm. did what I do now. <laughs> I love that. Okay, well, uh, neither of you did frozen yogurt in the mall, uh, but I'd love to know which frozen yogurt shop was in the f- mall food court. Oh, do I? The only one I know is like, is what that? That's probably not even right. Isn't isn't it like f- Froyo I... Mama or something like that? That's the <laughs> only one I know. Is that around here too? <laughs> Froyo Mama, <laughs> whatever it is. Did you make that up? No, there was no, a place. A I did, place? There was like Froyo Mama or Frozo yeah, Mama one, or something uh, like that. Yeah, there was one yeah, yeah, yeah. in town. Um, <laughs> this isn't frozen yogurt because I cannot think of a frozen yogurt store. But so I'm just thinking of Dippin' Dots, which is also also super like mall. Michigan. That's Midwestern. South also, that's a yeah. very yeah. mall thing. Dippin' Dots. Yeah. Okay. Well, neither of y'all got the point right. <laughs> what is um, it? We are talking about uh, a frozen yogurt chain that has almost 500 locations in the U.S. Uh, This is TCBY. Uh, For a point, what does TCBY stand for? (laughs) TCBY. Yeah, that's the name of the yogurt chain. Travis Colnett brings yogurt. (laughs) (laughs) The craziest, best yogurt. Uh, I like Travis's better, yeah, but Travis I'm not going to give either of you points. <laughs> Travis Colnut brings you yogurt. <laughs> um, so it's the parent company of Mrs. Fields. Uh, TCBY is the country's best yogurt. That's okay. it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you're both at one point. Um, so GameStop was in this mall. Oh. Um, but fun fact: was GameStop even around in 2003? Oh. Yes or no? Interesting. Wait, if this was filmed in Canada, was it EB Games? In the, it was well, GameStop. They... It's currently yes. GameStop. Do you want to explain that distinction for the American listeners? In Canada, GameStop was called EB Games. Yes. And, but was GameStop around in 20... Yeah, it had to have been. I think yes. 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 There's no way it wasn't because we've always had EB Games. But I guess did GameStop buy EB Games? I don't know. So... There's also Babbage's, and so there's going to be some people that remember Babbage's. I but, don't uh, know that. Yeah, GameStop was around in 2003. Yeah, good. Uh, when was it founded? Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, uh, mm-hmm. So that was in 2003? Yeah, it was Let's around see. in 2003 for sure. Whoever's um, closest, I'm going to give a point to. I'm going to say 2000. Y2K, baby. <laughs> They're like, the internet... All electronics still work. Let's make video game stores. That's what Travis I'm gonna said say. That 
with finger guns, just so that everybody <laughs> yeah. knows. Um, I'm gonna say 1999, baby. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 2003. <gasps> uh. Travis, you said 1999, right? I said, well, I said 2000, 1999, whatever. You, you said the say. world uh, didn't GameStop, end. GameStop, yes, was founded in 1991. Oh, oh wow. wow! Well, I'm still learning. <laughs> okay, so that's another point for Travis. So Travis, you're at two, Katie, you're at one. <laughs> I earned these points. Was uh, in the food court. Uh, there was a Panda Express. Mm-hmm. Was Panda Express around in 2003? I've never been to a Panda Express. Is that in the states only? I think so. Mm. Fun fact, uh, past CEO of Nintendo of America, Reggie fils used to be a marketing executive for Panda Express. What? Of, cor- of course you know that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure um, there's some essay you could write on how that makes total sense in Nintendo's directions and stuff like that. I'm sure. I'm sure there's something there. <laughs> there's probably... Yeah. Jacob, write this essay for me. It prepped him. Yeah, you got yeah, it. Yeah, the how it prepped him to run Nintendo. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say I read no. his book. It goes through it. Uh, you say no. I'm going to say no. That Panda Express okay. did not exist in 2003. I'm on a winning streak, so I'll say yes. Of course Panda Express was around in 2003. Uh, so, Travis, you get a point. And then for another point, uh, when was it founded? Mm. So, Katie, you're going to get a second chance here to get some points on Panda Express. I'm going to say... Okay. Let's, let's reverse workshop this. If Reggie was... Wi- okay. <laughs> GameStop was around in 91, so was Nintendo. So if Reggie was at Panda Express, it had to have been before, before Nintendo. Nintendo. Before he worked at Nintendo. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, when did logic's... he work at Nintendo, Travis? I don't know. Help me. <laughs> There's a flaw in your system. Damn it. Um, let's say 1985. I'm going to say 1998. Uh, Travis, that's another point for you. Founded in 1983. What? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm getting slaughtered. Killing it. Uh, yeah, you are for once. Uh, uh, there was a business in the mall called Macho Nacho. Is that a real business? Oh. Mm. No. Did they not get the rights to like Taco Bell? I'm going to say no. I think you're probably right. It's probably no. Uh, Macho Nacho is a real business (gasps) in the world of Uncharted 4. Uh, Oh, Oh, that's funny. Sneaky guy there. Yeah. It sounds like such a video game restaurant. Yes. Yes, it does. Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, Just got a couple more here. Um, There was a clothier inside the mall uh, named Esprit. Is Esprit a real business? Yes. Yes, it totally is. It is, yeah. I, I feel like I've shopped there. <laughs> I, I feel like okay. I've gone yes. to one. <laughs> yeah, es- Esprit is a real business. Um, but here's the thing. Is it still around? That's oh. my follow-up question. Hmm. Hmm. Good question. I'm going to say no. Yes. Which is kind of sad. <laughs> um, so I have to give you both a point here. And I, again, I don't know why I keep doing this, but like <laughs> it's kind of a trick question in that it went out of business in the US, but then returned to business in the US. It's basically gone out of business and come back like two times. 
Uh, so in February 2012, it said it was going to close all its North American stores. Then it came back in 2015, then closed after that. And now they're bringing it back for like a second time. I feel so, like that's like that trick where they say that like, I feel like I just saw a tweet about this where it's like a company will say that they're a like changing something and then they hear backlash and then they go, they don't go back to it, but then they get a bunch of sales out of it because they're, you know, they got the news drumming up again. They're like, we're closing. And then everyone's like, no, don't close. And then they come back because they made a bunch of money from people yeah. buying all their stuff. And people are like, no, we love you. And they're like, oh, great. And then they come back and they're like, oh, but not enough to sustain us. So never mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then where's Target, man? Like, why oh. didn't Canada get Target back? But Just didn't work anyway. out. This didn't work Here's out. my last question. Uh, there was a store in the mall called Things Remembered. Is that a real business? Yes. I think I'm thinking of Things Engraved. Yes. I, w- I My first thought was Things Engraved, but no, um, I'm going to say yes. I'll say no. Uh, things Remembered is a real business. But the follow-up question I have for you, is it still around? Huh. At one point, it was a real business, but is that business still around today? Is I'm going to say no because we have the internet and you can remember things on your computer. <laughs> <laughs> things remembered was doing great. They great. were crushing, and then the internet came. <laughs> ah, damn it! Um, I'll say yes, just for you know, for to make things interesting. Okay. Um, we both get a point again, don't we, Jacob? Things Remembered was excited about Y2K. Let's just, <laughs> like, they wanted Y2K to happen. Shut it Travis, down. I don't know. I don't know what you're on this season, <laughs> but, like, the way that you're predicting some of my logic is, oh my like, God. is really making me question whether I should keep doing this. What? But uh, they went out of business to, in 2019 and then came back as an e-commerce company. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm not kidding you. <laughs> So in this case, Travis, I'm going to give you two points because like you predicted my logic once again. Oh my God. Uh, So our winner today um, with nine points over Katie's six points is Travis. I got nine points over seven questions. Yeah, you did. (laughs) But a lot of them had like follow-ups in part two. So well done, sir. I'm so excited. Um, Maybe I'll have another game that you'll be able to logic your way out of next week. That's right. Hey, that's our, another episode of Cutscenes. Uh, listen, I know a lot of y'all are listening to multiple episodes. So if you're not subscribed to us and you're just like finding us in your feed, do us a favor, hit that subscribe button and leave us a nice tasty review um, because those nice delicious reviews um, really help. So please do that. Uh, you can find all things Cutscenes at Cutscenes underscore pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob McCourt, J-A-C-O-B, M-C-C-O-U-R-T. You can find Katie on Les uh, on Lesbrack. <laughs> you can find Katie on Twitter at Lesbrack, L-E-S-P-E-R-A-K. And you can find Travis on uh, Twitter at Travis Colnut, where his last name is spelt C-O-L-E-N-U-T-T. We end the show with a quote from the episode that we just watched. So let's get into that. That is such horseshit. Flawless horseshit. <laughs> Good. Your head was bobbing. I wish people could have seen it. More time I'm going to win. Yep. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>